Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. You always get to intro. No, you introed last week. No, I didn't. Guys, welcome back welcome to the back house. To the- <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. Uh, I'm an alpha. Uh, well, you definitely are. You definitely are. Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. Welcome back. It's it's a great show. We love having you. Look, this is what a poor effort. I would have done so. Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. Yeah, good one. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about today's episode because every week we sit down and we think like, what are we going to talk about? What is relevant in our lives? Because if we're passionate about it, I feel like that comes through on the episode. And today it's all about plateaus, progress and getting back on track. And if you've been following both of our Instagrams, you'll know that we're kind of both back on track in a different sense, but we'll yeah. get into the juicy stuff after the weekly wrap. Yes. Let's get into the weekly wrap. Okay, mine is kind of serious. I've had a very stressful week. Gonna be honest, kind of like I said last week, I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I'm trying to balance everything, just being honest. I'm trying to balance being a mum and breastfeeding and being there for Fox and being present and stimulating him and being a good mum. But I'm also in the works of developing really big projects for Sarah's day. Like I have some exciting things happening that you guys will find out about soon, but that is taking so much of my time on like emails and meetings. And then I'm also trying to be back on track and go to the gym and be consistent and meal prep. And then, you know, a lot of my friends and family, they want to come over and see Fox. So I'm trying to be like a good sister, a good friend. My house is a pigsty. I just, you know, you're in one of those stages of life where you're like, (sighs) Like you can't breathe, honestly. Like last night we were sitting down. Kurt forced us to watch Netflix pretty much to just get me zen. Loved. We'll talk about our Netflix series, by the way. We'll get into that. And I just said to Kurt, I can't breathe. Like I honestly, I was taking these like shallow breaths and having to stop myself and take a deep breath. And Mm. I need to listen to our de-stressing podcast and like meditation (laughs) podcast or something because, yeah, I'm just prioritizing work, emails and the hustle more than... Mm my sanity you right need now. more yin yeah yin. i need more yin yeah yeah i'm just a bit overwhelmed and i guess another part of that is also the house so in last week's episode we mentioned that always we're like keeping our eye on the market we look at houses around we never we weren't super serious about buying no we we're just looking weren't we yeah just keeping yeah. our options open because we are a growing family no i'm not pregnant again don't get excited <laughs> that's not gonna happen for a long time fox is a growing boy so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, we went to this house and it was just perfect for our family, yeah. except it had no internet, really. Like it had no reception, no cell service. And that's kind of a spanner in the works for our job, as yeah. you guys know. Um, and I just, yeah, I'm just stressing about that. And I've just been researching about internet providers. And I don't know. I'm just, 
I'm feeling really confused this week. Sezi has become a techie this week. She's um, researched to a T everything there is about reception, 4G internet. Copper wires. Like, oh, man. But, like, it's so risky. Like, honestly, guys, I wish someone could just tell me what to do because... I'm all about my gut instinct and yeah. going with what I feel. And every day is different depending who I talk to. Sometimes Kurt's like, let's just make an offer and see what happens. I'm like, yeah, YOLO, let's get it. And then I'll talk to my other friend who's like, no, this is a sign. Like, this is a sign you're not meant to get this house. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Basically, long story short, it's like the dream home. The only thing that's stopping us is the internet situation and the phone reception situation. I'm so sorry to be a downer, guys, but I'm just having a little bit of a therapy session with you. Like, help me out. Hopefully, hopefully by the next episode, I have an answer whether we made an offer on the house, we didn't get the house. I don't know. I'm feeling very ambiguous right now. Or like <laughs> melancholy. Very. Do you know what that word means? No, but you you look flat right now. So you need to perk up a little bit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna bring, to bring this up and liven yeah, it up me, a little bit right now. Make me laugh or something. So, okay. Look, I've noticed, I've, I've been sort of studying Sarah as we walk into these houses oh, later. Story of my life. So, <laughs> so we walk into a new house and all of a sudden she starts analyzing, right? And she's looking around and... Instantly, the word vomit comes out of her mouth and she just says out aloud, nah, don't like this, don't like this. I would change that. I would do this over here. This house is disgusting. Move that wall. We would change the carpet. (laughs) That window is far too small. I need a walk-in pantry. I need a walk-in wardrobe. I need a walk-in bathroom. No. Okay, you're acting like I'm so bougie. I'm really, I'm I'm humble, okay? But I, I have a lot of food. So when I walk into a tiny kitchen, I'm like, this is not going to feed my fruit and nut mix addiction. And I don't, understand the like what's the word i don't understand building i don't understand design structure structure right so i'll say to kurt oh like so if you guys don't know kurt is a carpenter by trade so before we met he was like a which for you americans is like a builder basically basically a builder so i'll walk in and i'm like oh well kurt will get rid of that wall and he's like sarah that's a structural wall if you take it down the whole house falls down i'm like no 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 it's fine take it down it can be done (laughs) but it'll cost a lot of money (laughs) i'm just extravagant with my ideas so says he walks in she puts her glasses on gets her notepad out and all of a sudden she's drawing sketches of what she's gonna do to the houses now she's not really but this gets on to my next point. We are talking about Netflix before. Oh. So because we've been looking at houses, we're very like inspired in the mm. design space right now. And we so- feel like we have entitlement with it. We're like, yeah. oh, we know design now. Yeah. Like we've yeah. looked at three kitchens in the last week. Like we're professionals. Come and ask us. So we've been watching all these like design shows on Netflix oh, at the moment. Yeah. And I like, I, I'm just so obsessed with them at the moment. Aren't you? Y- yes. And I love that we both, we both watch the weirdest stuff on yeah. Netflix. But this one, it's called, you need to watch it. It's called Stay Here. And they flip like these normal, you know, basic basic bitch houses well, no no they're, they're they're like holiday houses that haven't been zhuzhed up yeah they look pretty scummy and they bouge <laughs> they bougify them they're oh, yeah. awesome so we are watching them number one critiquing them being like would have done this differently. that is the wrong world color <laughs> <laughs> we have no accreditation in this at all like no background but yeah it's inspiring us but it's hard because we're watching all these cool kitchens be made and like now we're just like we want to move and we want to do that. No, I want you to do it. I yeah. want to design it. I don't want to touch. See, I don't want to touch. See, this nothing. is what happens, guys. If you're ever gonna get a trade under your belt, great, great thing to do. Great thing to do. But expect, expect when you you find that woman of your you know love of your Aww. life. 
not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when you find that woman, you're going to do all the work around the place. You're yeah. going to be expected. To, they're just going to go ahead and start designing things yeah. without consulting you. write you. a list, girls. Write a list and be like, <laughs> remove this wall, change the tiles. Like, come uh, on. If you got the skills, man. do it. I have skills in the kitchen. I cook you. I made you pancakes yesterday. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So you, I guess I need to make you, you a nice owe kitchen me, Yeah, you owe me an all, a wall knockdown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. I feel like a lot of our weekly wrap could actually be explained in this episode. So I feel like we should just yeah. get into the juicy stuff. Yeah. Like I said, today we're going to be talking about back on track, progress and plateaus. And we've all, well, I'm assuming we've all been through this, whether it is your health and your diet, your fitness in the gym, making progress or even your career. Mm-hmm. So let's start with back on track. Yes. So normally a back on track kind of story begins because you've fallen off the bandwagon and this can happen for multiple reasons whether you have been sick and you can't train i'm just going to use training for example but yeah, yeah it's an keep easy in one. mind this applies to career everything we're, we're going to be talking about all aspects but in terms of training okay you might have been sick that time i got staff i got a staph infection and i was <laughs> off the gym for like three months lol that was fun <laughs> Or postpartum. Um, you might have traveled. I know a lot of my friends, they YOLO hard when they yeah. go to Europe. They come back 10 kilos heavier. Totally fine. Yeah. All for the memes. Hashtag memories. Um, yeah, you've just gone traveling. You've come back. You're like, oh my gosh, I've fallen off the bandwagon. Or um, you've just even lost interest. Yeah, you've lost motivation. Doing. You've yeah. lost the love. You've lost the grind. You've lost the why. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of reasons why you are getting back on track. So for me right now, obviously, I've just had a baby and I had to take time off the gym. And so I'm inspired now to get back into my health. Well, I was always eating healthy, but (laughs) back into my fitness and back into that grind. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So I I think I've spoken about this before as well. But prior to Fox being born, I fell off the bandwagon as well. And then as soon as he was born, I just got reignited with this motivation to train again. And um, yeah, that that was my little story there about that. But also, (laughs) also... Uh, since Fox has been born, I feel like because we both work for ourselves, we both work from home, our uh, our careers have sort of plateaued a little bit as well at the moment, which we can it's talk about plateaus later. It's just hard to balance. It's just hard to balance. But yeah, it's, it's, it is very hard to balance at the moment. So so that's where we've fallen off the bandwagon mm. and now talking about getting back on track. Yeah. So Kurt and I were discussing the whole back on track title. And for us, this is the motivation component. This is the part in your fitness journey or your career journey where you G yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of the point where you've made the decision, you've made the promise to yourself that you are getting back on track. You're going to smash your goals and yeah, just kickstart it all up again. So for me, my sources of motivation always change depending on what aspect of life it is. So again, I'm going to use fitness as my example because that is what is relevant to me right now. I know sometimes this can be a negative and can be destructive, but personally, I love scrolling back to my old photos of like my old physique and thinking to myself, if I did that once, I can do it again. Like if I looked like that then, I can look like it now. And I also like to watch my old vlog. This sounds so up myself, but like (laughs) I watch my old vlogs or my old... Um, videos on my phone of myself training and I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe I could do 20 chin-ups and now I can't even do one for me it's realistic because I'm like that was me yeah that's where you used to I be I can do it again yeah however I totally understand that some people don't have those tools or they don't have those images or videos to look back on mm. what would you say for people who don't have that 
Um, well, maybe just my experiences. I, I like to listen to like pod- podcasts and do like my research on different things. Like I find if I need motivation for the gym, the best thing I can do is go on YouTube or on the internet and scroll through some different workouts that I can try for that session. And for some reason, just yep. click something in my brain and I just want to go and, you know, Test smash out. out that workout. Then. I so, so agree, yeah. especially with things like I love training booty, but I sometimes I'm like, I always do the same kind of exercises. So I'll try to research unique booty band workouts and you watch it and you're like, I'm going to go to the gym and test it out. So it does. It gives you a new motivation. I also love, Uh I'll talk about career. You'll be proud of me. Oh, here we go. Kurt loves speaking (laughs) about career. So one of my favorite things and actually the most beneficial things I ever did in my entire career and life was physically write down my goals. So, I mean, it does have something to do with getting back on track. Like I was at a point in my life where I felt like, I was a mouse on one of those wheels. I was just waking up, doing the same thing, going to work, going to bed. I just you was just on this- going through the progression and not- Going not through the motions. Yeah. <laughs> so one day I sat down and I said, okay, if I really want to achieve this goal, let's uh-huh. just say it was like be a full-time YouTuber. I wrote down specific, measurable and attainable goals. Some were really far-fetched, but I actually ended up ticking them off. Yeah. And- We've talked about this before in our um, news resolution podcast about setting realistic goals, long-term, short-term, but in terms of back on track, set realistic goals. And I highly advise you to physically write them down and stick them up somewhere that you see them, whether it's in front of your fridge or it's at your desk, in your bedroom, on your kitchen wall, um, on your mirror, in your bathroom, somewhere you're going to see it every single day. And it reminds you why you are doing the things you are doing. Yeah. And how accomplished did you feel when you got to tick some of those goals oh, off? I ticked every single one off except <laughs> one, except one. And there was like 12, some were far-fetched and some were definitely attainable. Mm. There was like 12 goals that I wrote down for the entire year. And once I ticked one off, I would look at the one next. Mm. And even in setting goals, I like to work backwards. So think of a huge big goal you want, you know, it might be, to get a raise and to step up one uh, notch within your workplace, you know, one title and then work back from there. So I think, okay, that's my number one goal. But to get there, I need to wake up earlier. I need to have a better work-life balance. So I'm going to go to the gym every day. Mm. Do do you know what I mean? Like little goals that can get you to that big goal. I feel Mm. like I'm straying a little bit from back on track to plateau, but we will- We'll touch on that later. We'll touch on that later. So- Um, I just want to jump in there. And I think that when you're jumping back on track as well in the gym, there's like a period of time that's really, really, really hard. And I always find for me, the first two weeks are just like Mm. so hard. You're so, first of all, you're not as motivated as Mm. you usually are. Your ego. Yeah. You feel down because you're looking at everyone else and everyone else has been grinding away in the gym and they look great and you don't. (laughs) Um, So I find that first two week period, if you can like push through that period and, you know, that sort of sets you up with the base for going forward. And I just think that, yeah, that first two weeks is I tough. So, especially mm. if you've been sick, if you've even just like had the flu. But I think even you saying that is amazing because if you go back into the gym, if you are currently on your project, come back, you're back on track, go to the gym knowing in your mind these two weeks are going to suck. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. tell yourself that. And it's okay. It's okay that you used to sprint on level 20 for 30 seconds. And now you're on level 12 for seven seconds. I'm there with you, sis. I'm so there with you. You used to do, if you're, even if you're something as simple as you used to do push-ups on your toes and now you do it on your knees. That's yeah. me now. It's yeah. an ego blow and I feel like a noob, yeah. but you know what? 
It's it's only for it's the okay. interim. It's natural. I'm gonna, I'm gonna You'll get, get back. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. So just Stay positive. Accepting where you are, find motivation, find what works for you, find your drive and get passionate. Yeah, love Great. that. So I guess now we've we've done our two weeks in the gym. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to the next section of mm, this, this the journey. Juicy part. <laughs> the part this we is, all love. This is the progress part. Mm-hmm. So for me, I find that when, when I'm in this stage of progressive flow, I, um, I'm just highly motivated in this stage and there's yeah. nothing that can stop me in this stage. And I just feel like everything just sort of happens the right way it needs to be. You're seeing results. Yeah, exactly. Same, same with, I guess, in career as well. Like when, when you're really busy and you've got lots of projects going on and things are going right, mm-hmm. you just seem to... Your boss is loving you. Yeah, your co-workers are loving you. Everything seems to be going good and you just fly through it. Don't you agree with that? Yep. And just taking it back quickly in terms of fitness, because you said, oh, the first two weeks is done. We're not saying that week three is the progress week. No, 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 at no, no, all. no, And I want to <laughs> use Kurt as an example and myself. Yeah. So like I said, I'm on Project Comeback. I've been back in the gym for five weeks and I, I'm going to admit I was complaining to Kurt saying, I'm, I'm, my workout split is perfect mm. for me. I'm grinding hard I'm working hard I'm being consistent I'm training five days a week I'm really putting the effort into my sessions I'm not slacking off I'm coming home sweaty I'm sore and I'm seeing no results and Kurt just like laughed in my face I was like are you kidding me and he was like Sarah that was me three weeks ago and you said you think it takes around eight weeks to start I, seeing I, progress was I that- find it, it can take anywhere there's no from, magic I number I honestly but- reckon about four weeks to five weeks if you've been training prior obviously if you jump into the gym for the first time you Quick. see results so quickly it's like the best thing ever yeah but when you've i guess fallen off the bandwagon you were at a particular place before i find that it takes like at least four to eight weeks to sort of get yourself back to that place to that you were you're at and, well, I don't and then see anything start progressing right now, more and i'm five weeks so if anyone has been grinding like me and you've been going for five weeks and you're like i haven't seen any results i'm totally there with you but i feel like Today at the gym, I'm so sore today, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Tomorrow is a rest day for sure. <laughs> today is the first day that I actually thought I actually feel like a little more fit. Oh. And I think I'm seeing some more definition in my legs. And that's after five weeks yes. of consistency, working hard, eating healthy, healthy. <sighs> so me laughing at you was actually okay then. Yeah, but it, it was just <laughs> nice for you to say to me, like it's okay. as much as I wanted you to be like, oh no, you're looking great, whatever. It was nice for you to just be real and say, Sarah, like this is so normal. You are you are setting up the foundations of the changes of yeah. the progress phase. Mm. So if you are currently yeah struggling at the gym, just know, keep going, keep going, because you will see progress. Yeah. There's no magic number. I wish there was, but I yeah, I think it's around like eight weeks if you have been training prior. But speaking of eight weeks, if you've just gotten into the gym that's why that whole eight-week challenge thing is so awesome because you see results you see things happening the changes are happening and after very rapid very rapid and then after that eight-week challenge that's our next topic which is plateau sarah had this like interesting point this week about breaking down the process into stages so that you can sort of understand how you're going to reach your goal so i feel like this is kind of a an important point during this uh this part of progress and it basically meant like getting your goal and stepping it back each level so that you can understand where you need to start 
and like at each different point what you need to do to reach that next goal to get to that final destination. So Sarah, do you want to sort of explain what you were talking about today? You had a little nice analogy off the back of that as well. Okay, so like I briefly mentioned in the back on track section where you think of your big main goal and then you think of the little steps to get there. So that's your main motivation. But in terms of progress, that just gives you kind of a stepping stone, a ladder and a pathway to follow. Yeah. So actually super relevant my one of my oldest friends one of my best friends we were going on a walk and we were talking about career and she is at a point in her life where she wants to take some risk and possibly leave and go out on her own and big things are happening but she's just a bit nervous and her dad said look let me take you out to dinner i want to talk to you and her dad is very very successful okay and a really cool story because he sort of like came from nothing and he he worked his way up by himself it was all his hard work yeah So anyway, they're at dinner and he pulls this blue post-it note out of his wallet and it has all these different numbers on it. And, you know, like 50,000, 75,000, it keeps going up and up and up. And it's really hard not to say her name in this story. (laughs) But um, (laughs) And he says, what do you think that is? And she's like, Dan, like, what is this cryptic crap? Like, it's just a bunch (laughs) of numbers. And he said, when I was whatever, 21, I went out on my own and I wrote all those numbers down and I wanted that to be my annual salary. And once I reached the first one, I crossed it off and the next number was my goal. And I kept going up and up and up. And let me just say, her dad is... (laughs) They're doing pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) A very successful man. And so she has kind of adopted that mentality and that tool to her own career now and her own life. And she has kind of written up many steps that she wants to do progressively to get to her big goal. So for me, let's just take it back to fitness again because I feel like that's probably the most relevant to all of us. Mm -hmm. One of my major goals, and it's very specific, but I used to be able to do this thing. So think of a pike. Do you know what a pike is? If you're sitting on the ground and your legs are straight facing forward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And pretend you lift your arms up, you hold a bar and you do a chin up and your legs stay in a pike. So you're, you're kind of in like a 90 degree angle, yeah, like yeah. an, L, so, so, an L sit. So it's like it's like ab workout, yes. but then you're also doing the chin, chin up ups. as well. Okay, so you're cool. in an L sit and you're doing chin ups. Cool. I used to be able to do 15 of those in a row. Big okay. Dog. <laughs> so, Big dog. <laughs> so this is very far fetched for me right now because I'm postpartum. I'm just getting back into it. But my big goal is to be able to do 10. I want to be able to do 10 of them. And I know it's probably going to take me a year, but I have physically broken that exercise that specific exercise down into body components i'm like okay so enable in order for me to be able to do that i Mm -hmm. need to work on my abs Mm -hmm. i need to work on my lats Mm -hmm. my biceps my shoulders my stability my motivation my focus so i have i have this mental i need to take my own advice and write it down but i have this mental list of all the things i need to tick off progressively to get to that big goal yeah and i know you would have had a similar uh, situation when you were fighting for japanese jiu-jitsu and Mm -hmm. trying to be the world champion Mm. yeah um maybe not yeah 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 for the world championships as well black belt but more yeah leading up to black belt like you have like these progressive stages that you go through you go through your white belt and you have to do a particular syllabus and the next one and next one next one goes on until you get your black belt Mm. so yeah all the way through that you have like a progression and the and the at the beginning, the white belt moves you find are like the fundamental part of the black belt moves, which are like so much more advanced. They're just, it's like stepping stones the whole way up. Stepping so stones. with your little hang sit, crunch, uh, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, pike chin up. <laughs> yeah. So you'd probably want to do like a hanging L sit to start with and just time how long you can do that. Exactly. And then 
progress that exactly. on by a time and then work on your chin-ups, see how many chin-ups you can do. I, yeah. I, like I'm guessing that's how you're going to do it. Well, yeah. And, right? and the whole goal and reasoning of this progress stepping stone mentality is to hopefully avoid plateau. Mm. Now, I'm not saying it works because I don't think... Well, I, I go through a plateau at least once a year in some form, whether yeah. it's plateauing career, plateauing diet, fitness, body results. We hope that it doesn't happen. And that's why you try to put these strategies in place to try to keep you motivated and keep you going because it's all good to say, I want to lose five kilos. Okay. Mm. That's your back on track. You're like, you are motivated. Your progress happens. You see results. You lose five kilos. Then what? Then what? <laughs> then you're in a plateau. So I think it's important to always revisit those points, revisit those goals and keep striving higher and higher and higher. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Do we want to talk about plateau now? <sighs> We've already touched on it. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. All right. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to talk on my personal experience right now. And I feel like I'm in a bit of a bit of a plateau, a bit of a lull with my career at the moment. I just feel there's a lot of things in front of me that I like avenues that I could take. And I'm kind of internalizing it and sitting on it at the moment because I don't know which one's the right direction just yet. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of just created, I guess, like a bit of a haze over all the stuff that I'm doing. I just feel a bit flat, Confused. not really energized. So I guess a, a tool that I've I've incorporated in, into my career now has been this like YouTube series, Cool Dad, which is just like a bit of a, a piss take on being a, a young, youthful dad. But at the same time, it's like, for me, just a creative outlet for me to just be really inspired and just put like a whole heap of creativity into this like one video idea that I've just been doing on YouTube. And for me that I feel like that has really helped me to, I guess, energize and bring a bit, a bit more life into like the rest of my career work that I'm doing. So maybe because you're already getting that creative side out yeah. in, I guess, an, a hobby kind of way, yeah. maybe you're then, you have some more clarity in your mind to think, okay, I'm already doing this creative side. Maybe in terms of work, I need to focus on more of this business side because yeah. Kurt is a creative. He will always pick the creative option, mm-hmm. but maybe this is just helping you say, okay, my creative juices are flowing over here. Yeah. I need to set my sights on business over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Hmm. And then I, I guess it's the same for the gym as well. Like uh, I'm now in a, in a good place where I am You're with my training. You're looking good. Thank you. Honestly, your body Thank is changed. Every morning you get up and you change box <laughs> and I'm like, normally <laughs> this is really bad, but <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> Kurt and I speak down on each other because we we tell each other to so like we're harsh on each other i'll call him chicken legs and he loves it because he's like yeah good i'm gonna no, go no. to the gym and train I, legs I, I don't like it but i appreciate exactly. it exactly <laughs> and then and then you're just like what are you you're just like stop eating you fat pig or something <laughs> we've been calling you big, big mama, mama. At the moment. <laughs> yeah like i'll be crossing the road you're like oh big mama crossing the road watch out cars <laughs> big mama so coming it's in all, it's all in good fun but then i'm like nah i should go to the gym man. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we motivate each other like that but what i'm saying now is like kurt wakes up and he changes fox and i'm like damn look at those thighs like big chunky thighs i'm like yeah your abs are popping not not very often but you know every now and then I just give you a little sprinkle on yeah, top. Yeah, it's, it's really nice when you do that. I feel like you should do that more often. No, because I fully, I agree. I think you are in the progress phase. Your body's changing. Yeah. I'm a jealous. But it's happening. It's going to happen soon. <laughs> so I guess for when you hit a plateau in the gym, for example, I just wrote a few little notes down. I think one good thing to do is mix up the routine. Mm, because amen. when I did my personal training certification, the one thing that we talk about is mixing it up every eight weeks or so, eight mm. to 10 weeks. Because Keep your body guessing. Yeah. Your body sort of, 
it just gets used to doing the same thing all the time. Adapts. Yes. So it's important It's important to mix up your routine and continually do that. So a good example of this is, I think I've speak, spoken about this once before, and it's a, the 100 kilo bench press that the, all mm-hmm. guys want to try and do, you know? Can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing like this, this 10 rep max type of workout. So I'd be doing 10 reps, three sets on the bench press. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to progress up that way. And I got to a point, I think it was like 80 kilos was the max I could do 10 reps. And um, I got to a point where when I would try to get 100 kilos, I could only do like one rep with assistance. And I was trying to like thinking about it, I'm like, I, I'm pushing out 10 reps of 80 kilos. How can I not get this 100? So I started doing a little bit of research and from my research, I found that I needed to go backwards in weight. I needed to do more repetition of mm-hmm. like 20 rep, 15 rep, mm-hmm. 10 rep, and progressively overload those sets. And, and each week document right down, mm-hmm. you know, I put one kilo on the bar this week or I did one extra rep this week or, or whatever it be and just continually progressively overload until I got up to a stage where I was pushing out about eight reps at 100 and that was like my goal. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just need to have like a different thought process around it or slightly tweak your workout to, yeah. I, I guess, re-motivate you and yeah. get you past that plateau. I so agree. I'm trying to adopt that mentality as well because I'm doing one heavy leg session. I'm, if you guys follow <laughs> my that fitness, girl. I'm trying. <laughs> if you follow my fitness journey you'll know that i'm all about like squat pulses and squat jumps and conditioning and pilates and now i am when i say heavy i mean heavy for me i mean like the bar plus 10 kilos each side like that's freaking heavy for me (laughs) so i'm doing one of them a week and i wake up so sore the next day my booty is burning if you watch one of my latest vlogs you'll see that kurt taught me how to use the hack squat machine oh yeah i never ever ever do that i did i diversified my workouts oh my booty hamstring tie-in was so sore the next day. Yeah, that one's a killer. But also, we didn't talk about what we did last week together. Oh, I can't believe we didn't speak about that. So speaking (laughs) of diversifying our workouts, I the key for me to maintain my motivation and my drive and my consistency in the gym is like Kurt said, mixing up my workouts. So when I was pregnant, I was doing Pilates and swimming. I loved swimming. I was doing stretches, conditioning. And now, now that I'm not pregnant, I have integrated the workout I've been the most excited to smash out. Thai kickboxing. Oh my goodness. So I, that will be up in a vlog in like, like a week's time yeah, or something. Yeah, probably about a week, yeah. And Kurt was teaching me all the technique behind it and I'm starting from scratch there. So even that, like I have a progressive sort of stepping stone there where I want to become a weapon. Yeah. And it's just motivating me because I'm like, oh my gosh, if we, if my mom can come and watch Fox, can we go to the gym together and do Thai kickboxing? It just, yeah, it inspires me. So if I'm in a plateau, I know that I can draw on maybe Thai kickboxing or normal boxing or swimming or Pilates and set a new goal in that specific area. So yeah. it's like, like Kurt said in the gym, if he's just not feeling pushing weight anymore, he's like, I'm done. I've, I've plateaued. Like I've reached my goal. Maybe then he could go to swimming and say, all right, I'm going to, for conditioning, I'm going to smash out 200 meters in X amount of time. Yeah, It just re-inspires you in a different element of fitness. Yeah, definitely. So that last point that I was talking about is a little bit different to what Sezzy sort of segued onto now. It's it, she's sort of segued onto now that my next point, which is actually 
try something new. But with the point I was talking about before, it was more just mixing up your workout within like that similar that similar gym space. Oh, more, the way you structure yeah, that routine. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, no, like, I get that. Like says he's saying now, um, trying something new. Perfect. That's an, that's my was my next point. Mm. So um, we've, we've I've spoken about paddle boarding before. We yeah. speak about martial arts. We speak about rock climbing. That's we speak so about funny. all these different things. And it's so random because it used to be our conversation was like, oh, should I go to the gym? Should I not? And then the other day, Kurt was like, should I go to the gym or should I go for a paddle board? It's like it's really good that you think of paddle boarding as fitness now because so many people think that training is just the gym, mm. and it so isn't like. No. Look at swimmers and look at gymnasts and look at paddleboarders. Like they have incredible bodies and incredible stamina and fitness. You can definitely integrate that into your gym and active lifestyle routine. Yeah, it, and I guess it comes down to what your goals are. Like if you're a bodybuilder and, and all you want to do is just be the biggest person in the room, then there's obviously a particular type of way that you need to work out for that, which yep. probably doesn't involve paddleboarding, unfortunately. <laughs> you, but- <laughs> you couldn't even stand on a freaking paddleboard. Yeah. But... Yeah, if if you're just wanting a better, healthier lifestyle and you want to look nice and lean and and have, you know, still have muscle on your body. Functional muscle. Integrating all these different types of workouts is just the perfect way because it keeps you highly motivated. And then at the same time, you know, like you're having fun and you're losing weight. And it also challenges you because after Thai kickboxing, what did we do? Right after. (laughs) We did a yoga flow and set. How, and I was the teacher. Tara was the you, teacher. What was it? What's the sensei? You Grasshopper. I, I Was I sensei? You're a sensei. I was the sensei and you were my little grasshopper. My little <laughs> unflexible grasshopper. And how did you find our yoga flow? Shocking. I hate yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm not good at it. I have an appreciation for it. You committed. Uh, yeah, but I'm... Oof. Yoga's hard, man. Yeah, your hip flex is yeah. just not. I need to do more of that. Yeah. Which is funny because we're actually talking to a yogi in our next podcast. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch on that just yeah, yet. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> but yeah, definitely integrate a new form of workout in there. Yes. Okay. So my next point now is this is me. I know says he probably doesn't is not gonna be an advocate of this, but I don't know. I I like to cycle with supplements. So supplements <laughs> meaning like a pre workout, you know? Yeah. No, I, like no, no. I, I like no. I don't like pre-workout, but I'm I'm not going to poo-poo you yet. Yeah. So let, I'll let you speak. Um. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's a, like I love the feeling of the tingles that you get from these pre-workouts. Beta alanine. Beta alanine. That's the one. Um. And I just find that they all have such a good session of them. But at the same time, I do understand that they're they're probably really terrible for your heart and your body Mm -hmm. um i haven't actually done the research into it so i can't talk on that i have you have okay cool um but (laughs) i even if it's a a coffee for example you know i i think don't become dependent on that because your body gets into that state of like just continually doing the same thing that repetition and then it'll plateau gets used to it it's like memory exactly muscle memory just like the the training thing so i think it's important to cycle with pre-workouts and then go off them or coffee like something that just energizes you coffee has been proven to um assist with workouts um whether it's focus and energy yeah i so agree and i know if you're a coffee girl like me i know it's really hard sometimes to break that and go to the gym without a coffee but just give it a go maybe just give it a go twice a week and when you do have that coffee maybe you'll have an even better session and and sometimes you know what a lot of the time you'll go to the gym and without your coffee or without your pre-workout 
And the first 10 minutes, you're like, oh, I'm going to go home. Like I need a pre-workout. But once you get into it, once your hormones and your body responds and acknowledges that you're training, mm-hmm. you get a sweat on, you've got your blood pumping. It takes over. Get yep. a good playlist. And believe me, the first 10 minutes this morning, that was me. Yep. Okay. I woke up to, well, I had to feed Fox. So I didn't have time to go out and get my coffee. <laughs> you woke up on time. <laughs> yeah, I actually did. I woke up very early, but- Normally, I have a coffee before I do a conditioning session, aka cardio. Yeah. And I got to the gym and I was probably like 12 minutes into it. I was literally looking at the clock. I was like, no, like I'm I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm fully going to go home. Mm-hmm. And I did maybe like two more sets, like two more circuits and my sweat started. And mm. I fully forgot about the coffee. I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just thinking about the workout. Don't you yeah. think at this, this is kind of unrelated. But no, like, no, no, no. It's funny because this is actually my next point is- oh. Gra- grab a sweat. So have a warm yes, up prior yeah, to you. Yes. <laughs> You're on the ball today, oh Sarah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Because that's so funny. Um, it was. Remember when I messaged you? Okay, yeah. I always met. I'm like, she's so I'm bad. I'm so at the clingy. Moment. I'm so clingy with Kurt. <laughs> I message him because we're together all the time, and then I go to the gym for an hour. I come home. We tag team. We swap. Wait, I can messaged- I just jump in what? on the clingy on the clingy thing? This is totally off topic. But the other day, and this happens all the time. Sarah will be working in the office. And I'll be out like if I'm out there playing with Fox or if I'm out there with my computer working, Sarah just yells out the top of her voice, I miss you. <laughs> and then just waits for a response. Yeah, well- and if I'm if I'm in the bathroom on the toilet or something, she'll do it. And then she'll be like, what the heck? Like, why hasn't he responded? So she'll do it even louder. And again, I miss you. But like, hurry up. Come <laughs> hang with me. So when I'm at the gym, I text Kurt and I'll be like, just give him updates of how I'm going. Because Kurt's very encouraging so if i'm like i'm killing my leg session he'll be like you go girl like woohoo smash it says he i'm like yeah Sounds so cool. and then other no no you don't say girl you'll be like killing it says get him says get him big mama <laughs> or on the flip side i might be like it's not a good day i'm not feeling it i think i'm gonna come home and he'll be like it's okay just stay and stretch but what i was gonna say is two days ago or like three days ago i was doing an upper body session Mm-hmm. And I found myself sitting on the floor at the gym, texting Kurt saying, this is the worst session ever. I think I'm going to come home. So I did some stretches. I came home and I kind of like did some self-reflection. I was like, why did I hate that session so much? I had energy. It was a good time. I didn't really have anything on my mind. Like what was the go? And that was it. I forgot to warm up. Mm. So I never, and because I was just doing upper body, I kind of got into my workout. I went from zero to a hundred. Mm. I went from stagnant standing to doing like heavy lateral raises. Yeah. I kind of wish I did a full body compound movement for 10 minutes, mm. whether that's the stair machine, the bike, the the treadmill, whatever. Yeah. I just wish I did that for 10 minutes to just get my mind in the zone. Yeah. Um, that's, that is integral. Like that is so important so before important. any workout. 100%. Helping you not plateau and just get your body pumping with blood, sweating. Because yeah, like this morning session, after 12 minutes of working out and sweating, I was in the zone. I had the best workout. And at 12 minutes, I was almost going to come home. Yeah, Yeah, no, well, that was my next point. And and what I was going to touch on is, this is talking about martial arts again. I'm sorry. But like we used to have this rule that when you enter the dojo, which is the space that you train in, you switch off everything that you've left outside your work, you mm. know, your home and that as soon as you enter that that room, you're there, you're focused, you're ready to train because we're doing a lot of dangerous moves. So you need to be able to like switch that off and focus on what you're doing so that everyone can stay safe in this space. Now, I, I sort of bring that same mentality to the gym now. Like the minute that I start thinking mm. about 
work or I start thinking about what's going on at home or, you know, what we have to do around the house, boom, gym session out the door. Like it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So I think having that warm up and having something like a bit of cardio just to start the session is a good way to get your mind into yeah. that that like training frame even that gives you yeah even it gives you 10 minutes to get those thoughts out of your head so say like okay fine you have 10 minutes to think about what you're gonna cook for dinner how many emails you didn't respond to and how messy your house is fine acknowledge it think about it get over it you've got 10 minutes yeah once you're off the treadmill it's time to focus and be present yes Yes, 100%. Mm. And especially, which is my next point, is find a training partner. But especially if you have a training partner. I don't. It's, yeah. Well, I do Oh, I mean, actually, no. (laughs) Tanika and I did cardio yesterday. And it was, well, that was actually, so Tanika is one of my best friends. Yeah. And she, yeah, we did cardio yesterday. And I messaged her being like, you don't have to train with me. I know you're going to be there. You can do your own thing. I'm going to just come for 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And she messaged me back saying, don't be a pussy. We're doing 40. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. So we ended up doing half an hour. But even that, you know, there's always one person. There's always one person who's a little bit more motivated. Yeah. And that person's going to help pick you up. I just think in a good workout relationship, you can't always be the motivator. It has to go both ways because I've been the motivator and be always uplifting someone and it is exhausting and yeah. I want to punch them in the face. Yeah. I'm not a patient person no. and I don't like to carry people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would rather work out by myself. Yeah. So if you need, if you need to be carried, you don't want to work out with me. Okay. Uh-huh. So with Tanika, like, There'll be times where I'm like, come on, Tanika, let's go. Let's try this. And then on the flip side, literally, she was so amazing. We are on the rower yesterday. I'm the worst rower. And she outrode me and she was done before me. And then she like stood next to me and was like, keep going, Sassy. <laughs> Think of the next ebook. I was like, gotta love you. <laughs> well, just going back slightly to the warm up stage. That's a good time to have your chat. With your training buddy, you now Tanika. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's a good time to have your chat with your training buddy and just sort of get all that out and then go train together. It says you, your training buddy doesn't shut up. I know, he talks all the time. I know, I can't <laughs> talk, but <laughs> yeah, they're not talking about me right now. Anyway, find yourself a PT or a training buddy, someone who yeah. motivates you, lifts you up, like Sarah said before. Um, or watch it's, my it's, YouTubes <laughs> and work out with me in my 15 minute fat burners. Hey, that's. And that's that's good. Yeah, that I, is good. I'm that's not gonna lie. Workout. I'm not gonna lie. I've watched myself and done it with myself. You have. You have. Yeah. I've done it with you. Yeah, they're tough. They're hard. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So those are a few of the points that I've I've rallied up. I guess for yeah. this for this like. And topic. and you even though anything else at all. Well, no. I was just gonna say, even though we've given you all these tools and tips in order to get out of your plateau or hopefully not plateau. If you are in a plateau, it's totally fine. If mm. you're in a bit of a funk. Everyone goes through them. Mm. Like even now that I'm so motivated today, I never know. I might wake up tomorrow and I'm like, oh, I just feel like I'm not making progress. I'm in a funk. I don't feel like going to the gym. That's okay. Don't feel guilty. Just give yourself a day. Give yourself maybe a week even if Mm. you need to and try to assess what motivates you. Get some good music, you know, watch those those YouTubes, listen to podcasts, look at old photos, find a quote. Do some research about different workouts. Yeah, Yeah, just like remove the guilt of being in a plateau. And I think that's the most important thing. Definitely. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> and Kurt, you can take this motivation to the gym today. I've already trained, but like you can. Oh yeah, uh, I'm going to. Because you're on the progress phase. Big dog's time to rain. <laughs> Did you even say those words properly? Sorry. 
I got too many steroids in the system. <laughs> he does it, by the way. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, lol. Okay. On that note, I think we're going to wrap up today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, it. If you want to follow more of our story and journey on Instagram, we are the dot health code. Yeah. I'm Sarah's underscore day on Instagram and Sarah's day on YouTube. And I'm KJ Tills on YouTube and Instagram. And thank you guys for listening into another episode. We will see you guys in the next episode, which is a really exciting one. So stay tuned next yeah, week. In- oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for the next one. We're interviewing someone really exciting who a lot of you probably follow and I'm a fangirl of. Yeah. So I DM'd her and I was like, hey, pro- you probably won't reply because I'm a loser. But <laughs> can we interview you? And she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to come and see you and Fox and Kurt and like... You guys, and she listens into the show, which is yeah. even better. So she knows what she's in for. Yeah. We're going to ask her all about poo. Yeah, we're going to roast her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you guys in that episode. Bye. Right, see ya.